Hi, team, and welcome to this edition of Market Shapers. I am very excited to be joined by Debbie Carroll Boyce of our Ebby Prosper Salina office. Debbie, thanks for sitting down with us today oh, for a little welcome. bit. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, I was excited about this because there's, we're going to get into some unique things about you that I think no one else in probably the entire state has, and so I'll be excited for the team to kind of learn about that. But I always like to kind of start with maybe telling a little bit about your background, what you did before real estate, and maybe how you got into real estate. Well, I was a teacher and a counselor and a principal for 30 years. I started out as a teacher in Plano ISD and then I ended up back in my hometown of Frisco and I worked as a counselor and a principal for 17 years in Frisco ISD. And one of the reasons, I never really thought about getting into real estate when I was in education, but my aunt, Dorothy Rolliter, which was, and I believe the first woman president of the Collin County Association of hmm. Realtors, she encouraged me back in the day when I was a teacher, said, get your real estate license and go to work in real estate someday if you want to. Now, I never dreamed that I would, but right. I did take her advice because I really looked up to her and she was such a great role model. So that's kind of how my direction went that way. What and, kind of spurred, so when you made that transition from being in education and a principal to actually going full-time into real estate. What was what was happening right then that kind of spurred that to, that transition? Well, I had 30 years in education, mm -hmm. and I loved it. It was just the most wonderful career. I was so blessed. And I had so many good leaders that I worked under and just so many wonderful opportunities. But I had a family change. My mother and my dad became ill and weren't feeling good. And I had 31 years in. Yeah. So I really gave it a lot of thought and I thought, you know, maybe this is the time for me to retire. Well, it just so happened that I had a parent that was a realtor and he said, Debbie, you cannot not work. <laughs> he, he said, he said, if you'll come to work with me, you can be a realtor. And I said, a realtor? I can do that? Oh, I said, I could never do that. And he said, yes, you can. You can do that. And we probably have real estate agents thinking, I could never be a principal. <laughs> like, you know, like, that sounds too daunting. So, yeah. But his name is Marvin Jolly. And I yeah. really do appreciate Marvin because he was a mentor to me mm -hmm. and really trained me well. And I just loved working for him. Yeah. But then my life changed again. And I worked for that company for about two or three years. And so I moved and I had the opportunity to come to Ebby Holiday because I met Betty Misco. Uh -huh. And Betty was an inspiration to me and she invited me in for an interview. And I sat down with her and I thought, this is a wonderful professional company. It's time to make a change. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Right. And so I've been 13 years now in real estate. I was 30 years an educator and 13 years in real estate full time. Yeah. And to build two amazing careers in two different industries is, is very inspirational, I well, think, to a lot you. of people. Thank you. It, it's always interesting. You know, there's, there's anecdotally you hear about how many, you know, folks in the education industry end up transitioning into mm -hmm. real estate. What, what do you think is that draw there or the parallels between two industries that maybe appear different on the surface, but there's actually some similarities there maybe? Well, you know, I think what I've learned from being an educator and a teacher was, um, you know, it was kind of like there, there's a quote, and I don't know if I can remember who said it, but it said one of the most, uh, most important ingredient to becoming successful at whatever you do is knowing how to get along with others. Mm -hmm. And I think as teachers, we have to learn and we have to know how to get along with many different types of people, right. students. Uh, you know, you can't put 
your kids in a box. They're all a little different, just yeah. like your clients. Yeah. And so I think we learned that, and I think teachers are servant leaders. Um, you know, we have uh, to know that we have to have it in our heart. Mm -hmm. And so the one thing that I think communication is the key, and I think if um, that helps us a lot in real estate. Yeah. So I encourage, you know, any teacher, educator, that's interested in the real estate business to go forward with it, and especially with the Ebby Holiday companies. Well, we appreciate that. Because <laughs> really, uh, it's it's on the cutting edge. Yeah. And you know, it's above. It's a standard above many many companies. And you know, I get so excited when I'm working a when I'm working a transaction with an Ebby Holiday realtor, because it just the professionalism is amazing. Yeah. And the training is outstanding. Right. And so I'm just I'm just very grateful to be here, you know. Well, and I think what's neat there is that um, even for our agents and aspiring agents that don't have that background in education, you can still take those lessons to heart because you're right. Uh, no deal is the same, um, and oftentimes what we are doing with our clients throughout the process is educating them because that is true. we take it for granted that we do this every day, and that, that this is, is a once a decade typically. Um, opportunity for them to buy or sell a house and that so they do true. have to be educated and so approaching it from that mindset of I'm educating them I'm not just rushing them through a transaction I think is really where you very form important. those relationships you know with that's them. very important and that's something that I point out that I've learned over time and learned by a lot of mistakes you know nothing is I'm no. not yeah. perfect at yeah. all but you know never assume anything when you sit down with a client just like when you're a teacher I would tell the teachers never assume that they know this, mm -hmm. make sure they know this. And you know, so that we're always educating, that is a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, they really, some, for many people, even if they've lived in a home for 10, 27 years, they've never sold a home in a long time. Right. And this market has changed. Yeah. And so we have to just stay on top of things and really be uh, good listeners. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like, you, you know, to equate it to students as well too, is that when you look at our clients, you know, we have students, everyone learns in a different way too, so you have to find it's out what their motivations are. Some people learn very readily, some people are a little more stubborn about it. I can look at my own kids and I know one just absorbs everything, you know, that is presented to them mm -hmm. and, and my son's more like, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have to really force that into Exactly. Me, you know? exactly. And we have clients like that too. We do. Yeah. And we do. And so that goes back to that success of knowing how to get along with a lot of different people. Yeah. And I think as a teacher and as an administrator in education and, you know, just in leadership, you have to manage a lot of different people. So I think that is an asset for teachers yeah. and going forward. And you know, you said another thing that touched my heart, and you know, you have to have the your heart in the business and your business in the heart. Mm -hmm. And if you don't love or like what you're doing, you really shouldn't do it. Yeah. Because, you know, this is same with real estate. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Shows. It. Yeah. And I, the reason I do is because I think I feel that transition from serving and helping others in education that I can serve you and I can help you. Because when I'm showing you a house or listing a house, I really take it seriously. Yeah. And I really feel like that you're trusting in me to be loyal to you, to be honest with you. And so I really value my business on working by referral. Yeah. So hopefully you would refer me to the next person yeah. because you could trust me. Yeah. And I was loyal and I did serve you. So I try to use that servant leadership that yeah. we've learned in education. Yeah. Well, and I think building your business in that way too is that, you know, the ones that I think people that struggle 
the most sometimes is that they're always chasing the next transaction and chasing an internet lead or whatever it might be. And it's not to say that you can't get business that way, but when you do a great job and, and you are loyal and you become more than just a, a real estate agent to that person you're working with, they are the ones that then out, go out and they rave about you to friends and family members and you build that referral business. You know, that is so yeah. true. And I think if you just keep that in mind, I know about this time of year, a lot of us start thinking, oh no, yeah. the year's coming to an end and yeah. you know, what? what is my next year gonna be hold? Yeah. You know, what yeah. am I? Because in real estate, every year you hit the reset button. You do. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of scary, you know, so you have to just remember that, you know, this, you, there's peaks and valleys. Right. There's peaks and valleys. Yeah. And it's not always great, it's not always easy. But you just ride, I, I tell people that I'm working with, I said, we just ride the tide. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, be steady. There's a lot to be said for being steady. Yeah. You know, and I've made some mistakes along yeah. the way as far as the leads and, you know, uh, spending a lot of money on leads that, uh, you know, didn't, yeah. didn't help me that much. Yeah. And when you say steady, I think the thing that I think is really interesting there is that I think when people, there are those peaks and valleys, but as, a, as in your career, you can really hit those, is you find yourself when you're, like say busy, you stop doing the activities that created you that to be busy, true. and then you find yourself in that valley again and stuff. That and so true. I think the way you said it being steady, so no matter what's going on as far as how many deals you may have be, how many people you may be working at the time, doing being steady in your activities is what keeps that kind of going, that momentum going it as well. It sure does, like it sure does. It keeps you from maybe doing this as, as much. You know? It sure does. Yeah. And you know, staying, the other thing that I would advise other realtors that, you know, to do that may be coming in as teachers or new realtors, just, you know, stay on top of your, your uh, relationships mm -hmm. and build those along the way sincerely. Yeah. Sincerely. Yeah. And, um, you know, and you'll get you get, sometimes you get hurt along the way because you think, my best friend didn't right. list their house with me. Why not? But you have to realize, I think, try to move on yeah. and not take that too personally because there might be a reason. And um, just stay steady. And like you said, stay steady and keep going. I believe in staying in communication. Um, always have your phone, you know, answer your phone, return your calls, yeah. write notes, celebrate birthdays. Celebrate anniversaries, yeah. you know, uh, when people need a, an extra hand, you know, do that too. Well, that's when they know they re that you really care, like that they, they realize that they were more than just a real estate transaction to you when you are celebrating those milestones with them along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, uh, Chris, I've had so many uh, wonderful uh, opportunities here at, with the Ebby's companies. Uh, just appreciate it so much because they uh, just the marketing, uh, you know, Cody, Randall, Stephanie, Rihanna, they've helped me so much, really. I, I just, it's just that is amazing. And, you know, I, when I first met Betty, uh, she was so professional, and we just, that's one of the main reasons I came. Mm -hmm. I had an opportunity, too, to meet Abby, to be with Abby, like many of Maybe. us have had. And she would call, call me, you know, and, and she would write me little notes. And so I watched her, too, from a distance. Yeah. And she, I wanted to be like her. Yeah. Because uh, I really did admire her. It's a good person her. to emulate. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is such a great company. And you, I really just want to commend you, too, because you've taken this to the next level. And it's exciting. I see what you're doing, and you know we have to run to stay. In, we have to run to stay up with you. But you know what? It's wonderful because we—it's like we were talking. Steve and I were talking earlier about communication, mm -hmm. and if we don't stay on the cutting edge of technology, yeah. we're going to be lost. Yeah. And so a person like myself, I have to really work at that.
you know, so I really appreciate the training, the opportunities. Your, your education department is amazing, Terry, all of those people that have helped us along the way. So I just, it's, a, it's incredible. And that's what I tell my clients. I say, you know, you can interview a lot of different people, agents, but when you know you're interviewing an EBI agent, you know we're the number one in DFW area. We have the best training, the best legal training, yeah. um, the best lenders, the best title companies. I mean, it's just a package. There you go. Commercial cut. We're going to put that on TV. There we go. Uh, <laughs> no, but but you're right though because it is a, it. it's a team sport because it, it, is. it is you know because you don't necessarily you might have a formalized real estate team or you might be an individual agent but you need a team of people behind you to you do. to really pull off those amazing experiences for our clients and that's really what we try to do here is just to build that team behind every single one of our professionals is so that you know they can deliver those amazing experiences for everybody and you know right. I want to commend too your uh, Tandy that is on the help desk. Yeah. There has not been a time since I've been with Abby since 09 that I have not called in and asked her for help, that she's been so kind. Yeah. And you know, that means everything. Yeah. Just, yeah. that just. Yeah. Because we've all done that. We've all called somewhere for help, some other business. <laughs> been desperate. And then had an experience where it just wasn't great. That is right. And then it reflects poorly on that business. So well. I just really appreciate yeah. it. That's so, awesome. I don't want to leave anybody out because yeah. I'm so thankful well, for no, so many. Well, no, I appreciate many. that. And, 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 you know, you're on the forefront out there and. And, and, and you know, working with the people, making those deals happen, and it's it, they, all the people here, they absolutely do care. Their their whole mission is to help you with your clients as well too, and so I and know I'm, they'll take well, that very thank kindly. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Yeah. And you know, I tell you what, I I want to say this. I, I'm so honored to when I got the call that you were going to invite me today, or I was invited. I just said me. I of mean, course you. Why me? Of course because you. Because I know you have so many outstanding agents, and I mean that. I mean, and I. I, when from being from the Frisco office, I've learned so much, and we work together in the com, in the uh, in the uh, computer room mm -hmm. together, learning together, working together, and then having the opportunity to go with Kathy Skinner at the mm -hmm. Prosper office, the line office. She is an amazing yeah. manager. Now yeah. she's got her heart in the business. Yeah. And she will be there for you, help you, guide you. She's a wonderful, wonderful manager broker yeah. of the she office. Is, she, and you're right, so heart is, is what she leads with for sure. She really does. Well, you bring up so you, an interesting, one of the things I want to talk to you about is because you are fifth generation, not just Texan, because that would be impressive, but <laughs> fifth generation Frisco. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about what Frisco was like when you were growing up and you know, to, where, to where it is now a little bit. Well, you know what? I, it was wonderful. Yeah. I wished everyone could have had that opportunity growing up that right. I did. It changed my life. Yeah. Um, Frisco was very small. Uh, it was probably, I mean, I think when I graduated from high school, there were 40 in my graduating class and maybe, maybe two to 3,000 in the town at that time. Yeah. Now, if you want me to tell you what year that was, I will, but I'd rather not. We're good, yeah. But, <laughs> but it was wonderful because everybody knew everybody. We drove down the street and waved. Yeah. And then, you know, if you didn't wave, that was, when you, you know, when you came to Dallas <laughs> and you were waving, people were like, weird, <laughs> what is wrong with that person? <laughs> but everybody was friendly and, I, and they, everybody knew everybody. And so we couldn't talk about anybody because everybody was married to somebody that knew somebody, yeah. so everybody was related. Yeah. But it was just, it was wonderful. Schools, everything centered around the sports in the school. Yeah. And everything centered around, we did have a band, and so we just, it was just wonderful. Yeah. Because I knew the families, my parents, and that's probably what kept me out of trouble was that my parents knew everywhere hmm. I went. 
And if I did anything, there would be a phone call. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what, over, so over time, like, what, do you, what was some of the, the initial sparks that turned Frisco into this town of 3,000 to where now it's one of the fastest growing suburban cities in the entire country, whereas Frisco, Prosper, Salina, McKinney, kind of all of our northern suburbs, like, what do you think kind of was the catalyst for that growth that we The we've people. Seen? The yeah. people that led the town. The people were amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think back, and I tell many people this, the, I call them the forefathers, the farmers, the people that, you know, uh, worked hard, right. hard workers. They were all just quality, good people. Yeah. And when you have those generations, you know, that started Frisco, that came and yeah. farmed the land and yeah. brought there and sharecropped and came and developed the land and had their children working on the farms together, it was just a great group of people yeah. and the leadership was great I mean the city council you know was wonderful and there was a vision yes, there was a vision very visionary yeah very yeah very and you know I look back and I think wow how did they do that so but I think it's also been very blessed yeah I think it's just been blessed and you know they would tell us back in the day that Preston Road was the golden corridor and you know what? It really is the golden corridor because everything going north, yeah. you know, has been golden. Yeah. The schools were great, too. Yeah. I mean, even though I didn't get the education that some people received, I was able to get an education that, and go to college because my parents never had the opportunity to go to college. Right. So we worked hard. They worked hard, good people to make opportunities for us. And we had good teachers, yeah. great teachers, small class sizes. So... You know, Frisco's just really been blessed. Plano was the same way. You know, Chris, I was thinking driving here today, I thought, I have such a wonderful, I didn't realize how, what a wonderful opportunity I had watching Plano grow, being a teacher. Mm -hmm. It was a small town, 10 years there, then Frisco, boom. Yeah. And then now. Watching Prosper Salina. Yeah. Yeah. So, isn't that exciting? I, mean, I think everyone's following you. I think so. I think that's what's happening. wonder if they want me to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> well, Debbie, this was uh, wonderful you. to sit down with you, and thank, thank you for you. sharing your background. I think it's going to be really helpful for people to really make those connections between that education going into real estate. Even if that wasn't their path, I think there's a lot of lessons there. And then I was just fascinated about the uh, the growth of Frisco over the years and, and meeting someone who's a fifth-generation oh, Frisco. Well, your, 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 you know, <laughs> uh, your ancestors must have been, literally been like the founders of the town to be, be fifth-generation. <laughs> a lot of so, work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really, really appreciate oh, you sitting well, down with thank you us. so much. And I know a lot of people get a lot out of this. So thank you. Everyone, thank you for tuning in this edition of uh, Market Change.